Welcome to the Positively Midlife Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring midlife together. Join us on this journey filled with honest discussion on the topics and challenges that are important to women at midlife. Welcome to the Midsters Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring the endless possibilities for women at midlife. So we've got a lot to talk about today, Midsters. Maybe Tish, you want to fill us in a little bit on the topic. So today we are going to be talking about why going on adventures enriches your life. When we look back at those really joyful times that we've had in our lives, we don't remember the days, we remember the moments. So today we will talk about how to make those moments super special and what makes them so important. But I'm really first, excited. I wanted to talk about our obsessions. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start it off with my obsession. Kick it off for us. So I'm obsessed with fairy rings. So when I was out visiting you, actually, Alan, out in San Francisco, we had went on multiple hikes into the forest. And I realized that the great redwoods, you know, whether it's the sequoias that are real big and fat or the super tall ones, which are out in your area, they both grow in what they refer to as fairy rings. So you'll have an initial tree that will eventually die. And from its roots are born a whole new set of trees that grow in a circle around that dying tree. And that's why they can grow so big and so fast because they're not growing from a seed, but rather they're growing from something that's deep and rooted. So when you stand in the center, whether there's part of the stump from the original tree or not, you can look up and you can see these perfect rings almost of trees that surround them. So I just really became obsessed when I was out there and my son and I took lots of pictures looking up into the ring of the trees, but I just thought that was just something special to share. And something you discovered on one of your adventures, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> I think we can post some of your pictures from that. Well, that's near and dear to my heart because there are fairy rings everywhere here in Marin <laughs> County. So they definitely have an energy to them too when you're standing in one that you can really feel and enjoy. Yes. Oh, I would agree with that. What about you, Al? What is your obsession for the week? Well, since we're talking about adventures, I'm going to talk about something I use when I pack to go on an adventure. I am specifically talking about packing cubes and packing cubes. Uh, packing cubes. I have to say I was resistant to these at first. Another one of our midster friends had told me about these several years ago and I was like, I don't need those packing cubes, but they come in different sizes and it's amazing how they organize your clothes. You can have one for sweaters, t-shirts, other things, but you can organize and fit twice as much in your suitcase when you use packing cubes. And you can get these anywhere. Mine are from the container store, but I see them like pretty much everywhere. They're super inexpensive. I think they're even at Dollar Tree or the dollar store. So not a huge investment, but something that can really help you when you're traveling or going on an adventure. 
Well, I like the idea of twice as much in my bag and not <laughs> having to pay for an extra bag. So I'm all about that. And sometimes when you're traveling, you get so disorganized and you're not sure where stuff is. So that's a fantastic idea. I have to invest in that and do that for myself. That sounds great. Like a great idea. I agree. Just don't resist midsters. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk about our topic for today. So adventures, as I'm referring to them, are about having experiences that are fun, challenging, that make you happy, that keep you young at heart, that's exhilarating to you, that take you outside of your comfort zone, that make you feel like you've accomplished a dream or a goal, or even takes you to an amazing place. That's really cool. Maybe you can share with us a little bit about how your obsession with adventures got started. You know, I was always that person at work around the water cooler that when you would ask, like, what did you do this weekend? I always had a story. And so many times people would say to me, I wish I knew about that. I would have gone or, you know, that sounds really fun. And, And I would say to them, well, what did you do? Nothing. And they would be like, really kind of disappointed. And so I got asked the question so many times that I decided to actually create a Facebook page that I call Weekend Plans, where I would post either things I was planning on going on, things that were coming up, you know, anything I thought that other people would really relate to and want to go see and kind of like a little clearinghouse for my friends. And if they knew I was going, they were always welcome to come along. Right. A virtual come along, if not a physical, actual come along. I've worked, I've looked at weekend plans before and been like, Ooh, that looks so good. So why would you dedicate like a whole Facebook page to this? So it's kind of for me, um, having these adventures and I've gone on so many and the list would just be huge in in terms of uh, some of the adventures. But let me give you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. Okay. So one of my friends, Sarah, I always call her up and ask her along on all kinds of different adventures. And the one day I called her up and I said, there's something I want you to do with me. And she goes, yes. I go, I haven't even told you yet, like what it is. And you're saying, yes. She goes, I don't care. She said, you always come up with the best stuff. So whatever it is, I'm up for it. So love it. So I didn't even tell her what we were going to do. I was going to let it be a surprise. So basically we went to a place, it was called Grievous Gallery and it's in Salisbury, North Carolina. And I know other cities have, you know, similar things, but it was called a rage room. Ooh, intriguing. So basically what a rage room is, is a place where you can go and smash dishes and glassware. Okay. So you can break things Um, and they let you. So when they brought us in, it's like a very industrial building and each area had a little bay, the concrete bay. They would said, you can you know, pipe your music in, blast it as loud as you'd like. You can scream, you can cry, you can carry on. They said, nobody is going to come and disturb you unless you say, I need help. Wow. But it's, it, it was, so Sarah and I are looking at each other like, what do you mean we need help? It was so funny. 
But we went on to do this. So they put all our dishes and our glassware in front of us and they gave us Sharpie pens and we could write things on it. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe it was that boyfriend or that boss mm-hmm. or, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. We could write that instance on that plate and you take that plate and then you smash it to, you know, smithereens. And the feeling was so amazing of like letting go of something that maybe you've been hanging on and were angry about. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like some great therapy, if you ask me. It really is. And so after, or actually it was before we had met the owners and he was recovering from a very serious brain trauma. So he had had a brain injury. And with many people who have been through an experience like that, it leaves them with very uncontrollable fits of anger. And eventually it led to him being homeless and on the streets. And when he was out there, he realized because he actually got a hold of some glasses and or bottles and started smashing them. And he realized it really helped him release his rage when he did this. So soon afterwards, you know, doesn't he get his, you know, self together and his business was born from this to help others find a healthy outlet to maybe some of the rage and some of the pain that they have from their lives. It sounds like something I'd like to experience. I'm going to actually see if there's one close by here. Can I ask one last question? Did you have to wear protective eyewear or a jumpsuit or? No, you did have to wear protective eyewear. There's kind of like a bar area. So it does separate you from where the glass and everything smashes. We happen to be in long jeans, but I would definitely recommend like long jeans. So none of the shards kind of, you know, kick back on you. And I did look into it. There's other ones in this area. And sometimes they offer cars with sledgehammers. You can sledgehammer the car. I'm telling you, I think I have to go back. (laughs) I think I'm coming for a visit and I know what we're doing. (laughs) So that was, that was one of the examples of one of the things that I did. Another one was actually one that we shared together. When I was out in San Francisco, I knew I wanted to do all the touristy things, you know, Alcatraz and seeing, you know, the Golden Gate and all that. Of course, you're going to do that. But I also have a real love for urban art. Mm -hmm. And so I had looked up online, I had researched online, and the Mission District in San Francisco has over 700 murals. And I remember saying to you, I want to go down to the Mission District Mm -hmm. to see the murals. And I was like, I've never done this. How can I not know about it in my own city? Sometimes you have to be a tourist in your own city. I definitely recommend that, you know, act like you've never been there and the things that you can find are amazing. So we actually invited one of our other college friends, daughters, Janie, to come with us. And she had been living in the city, I think for over two years, and she had never been. So we went to this wonderful restaurant called um, Foreign Cinema, where they play old movies on the wall. And it was just so great. And then we started to walk around to see some of the main streets where it was all local artists. That's what impressed me, too, where local artists had painted all over this whole neighborhood. It was so amazing. Very rich, vibrant colors. 
And we will definitely post some of those photos as well as we did a short video and we're going to post that short video on our Facebook page. But um, I really enjoyed that day. I did too. I have to say it was an adventure, the three of us. And in the Mission District, there are so many little parts like alleys that are fully dedicated to the murals. And sometimes it's just a mural on a street corner here and there. And so it really gave us a great way to see different parts of this neighborhood that are pretty big. I really enjoyed that. I think we're actually going to have to do a whole segment on Midsters, just talking about the different things that you can do around San Francisco because it's such a wonderful city to explore. So I think we might have to dedicate a whole segment just to San Francisco. I'd like that. Maybe you could come back. Yes, I might have to do that. And then there was another time. So instead of buying my kids Valentine's candies one year, I had bought on Groupon several introductory scuba diving lessons. So they took us to the local YMCA swimming pool. And I'm going to say we were there for like two, two and a half hours. It cost me $20 a piece because I have that with a group on, I have a special feature where I get a little bit more off, but it was $20 a piece for us to go. And we got a chance to try out scuba diving if we didn't like it, I figured I could just stand up in the pool, you know? So (laughs) I, I felt safe and comfortable and it wasn't like it was out in the water and I couldn't see anything. And, you know, from this, my son, Liam is now going to be starting scuba diving lessons in just a couple of weeks. That's a great story. And I love how that adventure was like a family adventure for you. It was. And and it was one of those that really did take me out of my comfort zone because I'm slightly claustrophobic. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know if I can, am I going to panic? Am I going to suck in water? You know, I was really kind of frightened, but I felt a little better because it was going to be in a controlled environment like a pool. And what was really funny is my daughter said the same thing to me at the same time I was saying to her is within moments, it felt natural to be breathing underwater. Wow. So if you've never tried it, I'm telling you, go, go and do that introductory thing. It may be something you absolutely love. So that was another adventure that I had done. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You know, it reminds me of something I read recently that said people who spend money on experiences rather than goods. So doing that trip, having that adventure instead of buying, say, a new pair of shoes or a bracelet are happier and that the happiness lasts longer, that when you buy something, the happiness fades quickly. Maybe it's like a dopamine hit of getting a great deal. But that's why I think adventures work so well, right? Yes. It kind of goes back to that notion. 
you don't remember the day-to-day stuff. You don't remember what shoes you wore three years ago, but you do remember those moments that you share with other people or even sometimes on your own. Right. I know. Well, can you tell us how to get started? How would you recommend? Give us some advice. Sure. First thing is take every opportunity to go and do things. If somebody's going to do something, if you hear about stuff, say yes, just say yes. And just start going, you know, don't make those excuses. It's so easy to say, oh, I'm too tired, or I just don't have anyone to go with or something like that. If there's a waterfall that is in your area and you've been dying to see it, go take a hike and go, you know, drag the dog with you. I don't know, drag your kids, you know, look for groups. There's a hiking groups out there of other people who love to do these things. So you want to make sure that you just go and do that. So plan and then stick to that plan and go and do it. I know some people will make a jar and every time they have an idea, they put a little note in the jar. And then when they know they're going to have a free weekend, they just dip their hand in the jar and they pull it out and that's what they're going to do. So they make plans to go and do that. So, you know, maybe you do that. Start yourself a bucket list. I had one friend who she actually had a working bucket list that she added to did things, crossed out, added new things. She was constantly challenging herself. And I always admired her for that because she just had the most amazing adventures. She pulled me on one adventure that was hilarious. She asked me if I was free one weekend and I said, yes. And she said, we're going to go do no pants on the train. (laughs) there's a group of about 150 of us and they do this all over the country that you get on rapid transit without your pants on. And so people were wearing crazy underwear and, and boxers. And I mean, some of the outfits were hilarious. You know, you're with a group, so it's pretty funny. And everyone's like, what is going on here? Talk about going out of your comfort level. It was January and we had pants on. (laughs) Wow. Did you have on a tutu? Do I remember you having on a tutu? No, no. I kind of chickened out and did boxer briefs. But there was one gentleman I remember. He had put what looked like a plastic butt in his boxers. So from a, if you took a quick look, you thought his butt was hanging out. Oh, I mean, some of this was just, was hilarious, but again, it's about being fun, going out of your comfort zone. It was actually also a fundraiser for clothing, homeless people. So, you know, kind of brought some you know knowledgement to that, but so I digress. So when I say like, start that bucket list, find a group. There's hiking groups, go on Facebook and look for a local hiking group, a pickleball league, find an art class and start it, you know, to take a class, just find out where it fits in for you, something that, you know, interests you, or you want to have more knowledge about, and it'll expand your friend base as well. I agree. I'm just going to add that I joined a book group at my public library. And so It was one way. And some people may not think that's an adventure, but it was an adventure for me. Right. And there were 20 other people almost every time I went and it was, it was super fun. I ended up becoming somebody who adores libraries from that. So adventures can be near and far, right? Absolutely. It's whatever interests you. There's no, there's no right or wrong to it. My thing is just get out and do. Mm -hmm. So I call you an adventurer. Yes, Tish. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you found these adventures in all different ways. 
Yeah, I do a lot of Google searches and I'll actually even do unusual things to do in San Francisco, unusual things to do in Charlotte, North Carolina, and stuff will pop up and one thing will lead you to another. So I actually do a lot of research, finding different things to do. I also are linked up with a lot of pages on Facebook and stuff that will tell me things that are happening in the area. So that's another big resource. And because everybody knows that I do these things, they love to tell me about stuff and they get so excited if I haven't heard about it already. So I always get like a lot of suggestions from other people. So that's another, you know, big way, just, you know, when people know that that's your thing, that they start telling you about stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is don't make anything off limits. Like for me, I don't care if it's music or art or sports, nature, a new restaurant, foods, whatever it is, you know, just start off where you're comfortable and expand from there. I know that you are really open to exploring and maybe you can share with our listeners how you're going to take them along on some of these journeys with our podcast. Yes. So I want to encourage all of our listeners to kind of really seize the day, live deliberately. Let me say that again. Mm -hmm. And I really want you to think about it. Live deliberately, find your joy in going on these adventures let them energize you and get you back in touch with what was the excitement of your youth about discovering new things. Slow down and savor those small moments. It could be a small piece of art or something, but just take the time to just really enjoy and drink that in. I think that is, you know, so key. And we'll be sharing more of our adventures with on our podcast journeys. And we also want to hear from you, maybe some of the adventures that you've been on. Yeah. Because what is in one area is typically in multiple areas. So we would love to hear from all of our listeners about what they like to do. Some of the adventures that they have discovered living deliberately. I love that. And I really like your advice to put the remote down It's so easy to just sit your butt on the couch, right? But anytime you're doing that, if you just pause and say, hey, is there an adventure that I can take, right? Just might be down the street, might be anything to just get you off of the couch. And I think that is deliberate, right? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I can see, Tish, how passionate you are and how passionate you are about encouraging other people to do this and to have adventures. And I'm just going to share with our listeners one of the most special adventure moments I had with you, because I think that this is exactly what we were talking about, that these memories stay. Whenever I think about you pulling up to my house in that convertible white Jeep, (laughs) taking off the top, like the top's off, you have on your vibrant poncho, you have the Beach Boys playing, and we have your son, Liam, and we start cruising down Highway 1, sun shining, Beach Boys playing. We're singing. I mean, I just get such a warm, 
feeling. I just smile. It takes me back. And boy, did we get a lot of jealous comments on Facebook when we posted. (laughs) The friends were like, that's it. We can't take another adventure that you all have done because yeah, they wanted to be there. And, you know, we would have loved for everyone to have been there for those couple of weeks that we were doing stuff. But yeah, no, I, I think about that moment too. My son, Liam, didn't even know who the Beach Boys were, <laughs> break my heart. And, you know, we were listening to the Beach Boys music and you know what? He enjoyed it. And we were off to take him to go surfing. And those moments are just burned into my memory as well. Mine too. Mine too. Well, thanks for sharing with us today all about your adventures, why they're important, and I think how our midsters can do them, even if they don't want to do them alone. There's ways to find groups or other people to experience them with. I agree. Well, as we all know, the Midsters podcast drops every Wednesday. We want you to become part of our tribe, the Midsters tribe. So please like this podcast, comment, subscribe, and invite your friends. We'll see you next time. Have a great week. The Midsters podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe, the Midsters tribe. Like and follow us and please invite your friends. Until next time, have a great week. The Positively Midlife podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe of women excited to thrive in midlife. Like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen and invite your friends along. Until next time, have a great week.